Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. All right, we're back, Marks and Reese. As it's Tuesdays and fresh off a red eye from Phoenix, Arizona, is our Eagles reporter, Elliot Short Parks. What's up, ESP? What's going on, guys? Happy Valentine's Day. What's up, E? I forgot. Yeah. Hey, guy. Happy Valentine's Day. It's a it's holiday. We can't say what. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure I should be happy for, for, for yeah. lovely uh, Mrs. Short Parks. Haven't seen her in nine days. So. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. you went right from the Ooh, airport boy. to here or right down the media Well, well I saw her this morning, yeah, for like an hour. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's all, that's all you need. <laughs> all right, I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Elliot? What's up? How you guys doing? So anyway, about gaming. nine days, bro. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's a long time. Got dinner Artist wood I've yeah. ever touched. Oh, guy. Stop it. We asked for it. <laughs> yeah, chill. That's our fault. All right, so, so Jonathan Gannon um, hired by Arizona. What's your reaction? <laughs> I think it's bad news for the Eagles. I mean, here, here's the thing with, with Gannon. I think you want two things in a coordinator. You want him to beat all the bad quarterbacks and give you a chance against the good ones. If the Eagles fans or Eagles or whatever think they're going to hire a coordinator that's going to consistently shut down elite quarterbacks, you're not going to. Those guys, A, don't exist, and the, the few in the world that can do it are head coaches, right? So you're not going to get a coordinator that's going to give you a significantly different result against Mahomes and these guys that, that have lit up Gannon, right? But here's what I know. Gannon has been the head coach for 30 – I'm sorry, the defensive coordinator for 38 games. By my count, there's been six times where the defense was bad enough that the offense didn't have a chance. So six out of 38 times, most weeks, the far majority of weeks, when the defense has played, they have been good enough for the Eagles to win the game. And I know people will say, well, they're playing bad quarterbacks, like Kirk Cousins isn't, you know, all these things. Just wait till next year, right? Like, who knows? Like, we, we've seen enough defensive coordinators around here that do get beat by bad quarterbacks, that do give up points. People overlook all the time this, well, he only beats bad quarterbacks. Well, it's easy to overlook that until all of a sudden you have a, you know, all well, of a sudden, losing all to, sudden the Niners defense gives up 33 points to Jared Stidham or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> Gannon's defenses never did that. I, off the top of my head, I can't think of a single, no, never. like, you know, average yeah. to below average quarterback that lit this defense up. So, right. with Gannon at defensive coordinator, A, they made the Super Bowl, right? So, that, that's a pretty important little note about his time here. B, they were almost always competitive. They almost set an NFL record in sacks. They were near the top of the league in points allowed. Like, if Eagles fans don't like Gannon, that's fine. I just know it's going to be really, really hard, if not impossible, to find a coordinator that will have a better track record as a co- defense coordinator well, than, than Gannon. Listen, that, that's that's a separate thing. But I, I think a lot of fans, they're happy because they think now this is going to bring change to the organization, that this, a defense coordinator is going to come in and they're going to blitz 75% of the time. Do you, Would you agree that the defense Jonathan Gannon was running was the defense that the Eagles organi- organization wants the Eagles to run? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think the Eagles, like, I don't think Howie and Jeffrey Lurie are in the defensive meeting rooms, like, planning, <laughs> making the game plan. I mean, look, I think that they have organizational beliefs, and you right. hire people based off of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, Gannon was, I think, 17th in the league in blitzing this year. It wasn't like he was bottom five. I mean, He's middle of the pack. They did blitz occasionally, right? And for what it's worth, they blitzed the second most times of any game this year against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, right? So he did try something different. I, you know, and people say, well, he never makes adjustments. They had one of the best second half defenses in the league this year. The issue is they went up against a historically great quarterback and a historically great. Uh, offensive, well, head coach, period, but offensive head coach. There's no shame in what happened on Sunday. They went up on the biggest stage in sports, and they played, for the most part, a great game against a great team, and they lost. 
it sucks they lost. It's it does like it, but that that's what happened. No nobody besides probably the special teams like failed on Sunday, right? Like they all played well enough to win that game. They just didn't win. Um, get Jonathan Gannon back here next year. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, with Arizona. Arizona. Oh yeah. man! Oh, that we need a video way. tribute, Jack. <laughs> Let's get it started. Don't let now. him come in here and shut down the Eagles. What's your favorite that's Jonathan Man? The Gannon moment. We were just going around. Uh, what's yours? Uh, I mean, the Happy Monday one is. <laughs> that'll be around here for a while. Um, Can't wait till next year when it's Cardinals Week and Jack drops that on a Monday. That'll oh, yeah. be uh, Happy Monday. Good, happy yeah. Monday. All right, so Shane Steichen in a second. Who? Who should we be, should we be looking in house for a replacement, or do you think they go outside? What do you think happens? I think they'll probably promote from within. I think it'll probably be Denard Wilson, the secondary coach. Um, Gannon's background was in the secondary. I think with the defensive line, they have a defensive line coach they really like. They have a really talented defensive line. You know, Gannon, as, as the coordinator, deserves credit for for the credit and the blame for everything that happens on that field. But ultimately, I think they want a coach that has a secondary background because of how much talent they have on the defensive line. Denard Wilson is a secondary coach. He's really well-respected. I think there's a good chance that they'll be drafting a cornerback high this year in the draft, so I think it would be good to have your coordinator have that background. So, yeah, I would look at Denard Wilson. Well, if they're drafting a cornerback high, that means Bradbury's gone. Well, Bradbury today was talking at his locker, and – I think he would come back. He likes it here. It's a great spot, but yeah, he said he said I'm not playing for cheap. <laughs> so I mean, he got you know his payday last year was impacted by where he was cut. He's sure. not. Gonna, that's not going to be the case this All year. All right. So before Steichen, the franchise tag you can I believe it's a week from today is when the deadline is, or you can start. You're gonna it, it's at some mm-hmm. point you're gonna you're gonna have well, to decide the whether or not year, so right it's about a month away maybe okay so you so the franchise tag can start being placed do you think they use that on anybody on this team no I think the chances that anybody ever plays on the franchise tag under Howie Roseman are slim to none I mean they, there might be a time where he uses it just as a negotiating ploy to hold right. the guy but yes. you look at yes. how Howie does things he almost always has low base salaries to stretch these things out. If, you, if you're franchising a guy, he's having a top five base salary in the entire league at his position. So I don't even know who would qualify for it. They're certainly not going to franchise tag Bradbury. So Chauncey I mean, Garner I mean, Johnson? Maybe TJ Edwards, but even then I think you would work something. No, but why, I don't but why wouldn't you franchise Bradbury? I don't have it in front of me, but my guess the franchise tag for a top well, five a corner is going to be $20 million yeah. is it? Okay. I mean, they're almost getting edge rusher money. Now. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I, I just I, I don't think they'll ever franchise somebody. Okay, that's fine. I, I just think philo- philosophically how they manage their cap. I think, to, to your point, if he ever places a franchise tag on somebody, I would almost bet my life that he that player would not play the season on the franchise tag. Right. It would be mostly just to hold him negotiate from being play. able to negotiate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, who replaces Shane Steichen, who is now the Indianapolis Colts head coach? So I think that'll be Brian Johnson, uh, the current quarterback coach. And I, he checks a lot of boxes. A, he has a really good relationship with Jalen. So that's important in terms of just keeping the continuity the same. Uh, you know, him and Jalen have a good relationship. So from a play caller's perspective, that's good. He's called plays at Florida. He did not call plays in the NFL yet. I, uh, yeah, he hasn't called plays in the NFL. Has done it in college. Um, but also, he's a very sought-after uh, coach. Like, I think if, if Steichen would have stayed – Brian Johnson might have stayed as well, but Brian Johnson would have been able, I think, to get an offensive coordinator job. He might be going to Arizona like with Gannon if, right, if Steichen was staying. But, um, yeah, I, I think they're going to promote from within. And I think there's positives and negatives to that. Uh, the, the positives are they know the system, they know the players, there's continuity. The negatives are, I think after the Eagles won in 2017, they were hurt by a lack of fresh eyes coming into the building. Mm. And 
it's nothing against Denard Wilson or Brian Johnson. That I would promote them, but I do think they would benefit from bringing a coach somewhere that's going to come in with a fresh set of eyes and not have the same ideas in the room. Mm-hmm. Right. Makes sense. Um, does he actually call plays? We've been talking about this. We talked yeah. about that. Um, I saw somebody tweet out that Nick Sirianni may try to get back into being the play caller with Brian Johnson being the offensive coordinator. I'm an expert think? at football. Come on, man. I would Super Bowl be, coach. I'd be surprised. I would be surprised. <laughs> You'd be surprised? I, I just – I think that – Look, and I know everything that they say at the podium is not always the complete truth, but just from talking to Nick, like I do think he believes that his ability to him not calling plays on Sunday helps his team. Now, on Sunday in the Super Bowl, I thought he made a few questionable decisions. The plays got in late, the fourth down play, all those things. Yeah, what was up with that? I was surprised by that. That hasn't really been the case all year. We well, saw him yelling on the sideline too, like get the bleeping plays in. Yeah, yeah. I was yelling at Shane Steichen in his in the, in the headset. Well, we took a penalty on one, and then we had to burn a timeout the next time. Yeah, and again, the fourth yeah. down, when he when he punted it twice on fourth down, I thought those those were bad decisions. That's the other thing about the Super Bowl. Like, Gannon's defense didn't have a great day, and Sirianni's offense had a better day, but Sirianni, I didn't think, had a great game. The special teams obviously gave up one of the biggest plays yeah. in the game. Mm-hmm. I know Gannon's the punching back. It's just, it is what it is. He's gone now, so they'll have to find somebody else to punch. But none, like none of the units played well enough to win that game. They didn't. Like the offense scored thirty-five points. They also made the biggest mistake in the game. Like you can summarize that game up to a certain extent, like this: both offenses really were really good. Both defenses were really bad. One team made a critical mistake. And it's the punt, kind of and the what punt it is. return. And the punt and return. And the punt return. And the punt return. Right. So two no, critical yeah. mistakes. Two yeah. critical mistakes. Kansas City made none. Kansas exactly, City. Yeah. Kansas City almost was just kind of blah. Even though they put up as many points as they did. Right. There wasn't explosive plays. There wasn't big plays. They didn't have the ball for a long time. I agree. They didn't dominate that game. I mean, some of Mahomes' best plays were broken down plays where he scrambled. Yeah. Right. I mean, it I wasn't. Just say, I, I just. I just said. I said his best play was that twenty-six yard run. Right. Yeah. I mean, look. The, <laughs> The defense wasn't good enough, obviously. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs averaged 30 points this year, and the defense gave up 31 points. It wasn't It wasn't like, you know, they, the Chiefs scored 45 points and were way better than they normally are. Right. The Chiefs pretty much what were they were what they were all year. Now, you could argue that's not good enough, but I would say if you can hold the Chiefs to their averages, like, you have to like those chances. If, J, if, the, if that turnover doesn't happen, the Eagles win the game. In my you got to give 14 points to that offense. In other words, the Chiefs scored 38, but 14 of those points came from the offense. Yeah. Like, meaning that we turned the ball over the one time and we punted. That's the offense that punted. They didn't go for it on fourth down. They didn't pick up the first down, so you punted. Nick Sirianni's yep. decision to punt, which led to a long punt return. Well, and that's the other thing. I heard you that's say 14 points. I heard you say this earlier that one of the main differences in the 2017 Super Bowl and the 2022 Super Bowl is Brandon Graham made that play at the end of the game. Another major difference is when the Patriots were taking momentum and had the lead in that Super Bowl, Doug went for it on fourth down in his own territory in the same, almost the same exact spot. Like, not the same minute. Right. Sirianni well, yeah. punted. Yep. It, it is what, like. Did I, you think it was the wrong move? In the Yeah, at the time, I would have gone for it. Yeah. Because what we learned from the 2017 Super Bowl was in those games, you have to just go all out and be ultra aggressive. And. Again, the defense wasn't playing well. They're going, you know, Mahomes was playing well, uh, was playing well. The offense was clicking for Kansas City. I would have gone for it, especially with the way the offense was playing. 
and especially Jalen. Jalen was so good on money downs on Sunday. Some of the third down plays he made, like I mean, I think they they did convert one fourth down by sneaking. Like Mm -hmm. it was fourth and two. Like this offense all year. If you run that fourth and two play ten times, I bet you they get it at least. Watching the game live, I didn't even think about going for it there. Why? Because they were on their own 32 and they were only down by a point. But that's almost exactly what happened in 2017. I think they were maybe at the 40. I didn't, but, I didn't but feel the Zach Ertz play. You know the one I'm talking about. I didn't, feel Ertz, the, yeah. I didn't feel the same momentum. But I think you're forgetting that in that New England game, the Eagles had no momentum at that point. The Chiefs, the the Patriots are doing exactly what the Chiefs did in 27. No, I do remember. That's yeah, why yeah. I thought it was the right move to go yeah, for. Yeah, to your point, I felt that in the 17 Super Bowl. I like I felt like hell no. The game was slipping do away. Do not punt the I ball didn't, back I, to New I didn't feel like that on Sunday. Yeah. But what I what I'm saying is I think the situations were identical. You were and saying that you did feel it. I yeah, I, I would have gone didn't. for it because of 2017. I'm just what I'm confused by what you're saying is you're, I, th- I think the momentum was the same in 2017. In I felt the momentum of if you give the ball back to the Patriots, you're going to lose because they're going to march down and score. I did not feel like that on Sunday. Yeah. I did not feel like that so on you Sunday. You thought the defense would I stop thought them. they made the right move. Well, you okay. punt them and, and pin them back. I don't want to give them, you and, know, convert on fourth down. And I'm, I'm, I'm in John's camp on, on this one. Just saying what I felt Sunday. I mean, now, you, when you think about it again. Yeah, no, when you think about it, it's You start different. thinking about it, you're like, yeah, well, maybe yeah, well, look, Not to bring it. up the word everyone hates, but the analytics were, he- <laughs> were heavily on the side. No, but of, you also, but you also know the end result, so it's easier to say, yeah, they should have went for well, it. Well, you know what happened also? It was, it was um, three bad plays. Yeah, the drive was so bad. It, didn't, it, did, plays, it yeah. didn't feel like the Eagles had anything going right there. It almost felt like they would have got stopped on fourth down had we gone for it. It seemed like the offense was out of rhythm, yeah, the, out of sync on that series. I didn't like the plays before. I mean, the second down play was to Zach Pascal. Like, yeah, I, I don't like yards. that decision. But I would just say, to your guys' point, like at the end of the day, if I have to have the ball either in the defense, the special teams, or the offense, the offense is the best unit on the team by far. And, well, the defense is very good too, but that day they were not. Mm-hmm. So I, on a critical down, on a fourth down, I'll take my chances with the ball in Jalen's hand. All right. Yeah. Take some phone calls. Kyler is calling from Texas. Listen Kyler, on the Odyssey I wonder if Kyler Murray want to know say. about Jonathan Gannon. Well, I mean – Zach Ertz on the on the air with us was giving uh, rave reviews to Jonathan Gannon. Kyler, what do you think of your new coach, man? How are you? How are y'all doing, man? This is uh, Colin back here, and thanks for having me on again. Hi, Kyler. What's up, Kyler? What's up, brother? What's up? Sorry, my uh, my enthusiastic voice is not here from last week when I got to speak to y'all. Uh, man, uh, this I went out there to the Super Bowl. I didn't get to go in, um, but I went. I flew out there. Couldn't pass it up. And uh, man, the vibes were so dang good, man. I mean, yeah. the whole I got there Friday morning great i mean i never had a worry that we were gonna lose it just bible was great i got to be public, public, even throwing parties i can see that's pretty <laughs> yeah but he was at the Albert, Albert cool. Hainsworth. i seen i seen a man and he this is getting off subject but he's big i mean he, you know he used to be he's a big boy guy. yeah being Albert, I took a picture with him. He's at, hey, hang on, baby. Okay, let's go. He was at Philly Sports Trips at the Philly Sports Trips party. Right. But, okay. uh, but yes, anyways, man, that's like, that's, I'm 30 years old. So I told y'all last week I've been a fan since 99. That was easily the worst, the most heartbreaking loss I've ever experienced in any of my sports, uh, any of my sports fans. Uh, I mean, just Jalen Hurts. Kyler, we're going to let you go, man, um, but appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard that from a lot of people in the last 24 hours, that that was the toughest loss. And I'll, I'll say 
so today the was locker room clean out day. So mm-hmm. it was our last chance to be around the players. And what you hear a lot over the years on WIP is the whole pl- fans want players to feel how they feel after a loss, right? Like I know all the players aren't from Philadelphia, or the majority of them are not. So when the when the teams lose, the fans are the ones that really feel the hurt. I've never been in a locker room like I was today where I felt like it was the players felt the same way the fans did. Mm-hmm. Like it was devastation in that locker. Is that right? Like, and understandably, I mean, they had the Super Bowl. Like, they had it. They, yeah. And, you know, AJ w- was very somber. My Lotta was very somber. Like, I flew back from Phoenix today, and it was all Eagles fans, and almost nobody was talking, right? Like, that's how it felt in the locker room today. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I I think I feel a little worse today than I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's when it sets in more, and like I said, I rewatched the game yesterday. Um, and you just think about how well this team played in that game. Like yeah. you, you almost got everything you were expecting, you were hoping for. Like, all right, we're going up against the Chiefs. We're going up against freaking Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. Man, we're going to need to be on our A game today. And to have that team come out and play the way they did in the first half, I couldn't have dreamed of it happening any better for us in the first half. And I, even I, I knew the Chiefs were going to make a run in the second mm-hmm. half. I still thought – we would be able to hang on for this win. They were minus 400 at halftime. The Eagles still were. They were minus 400, minus 8.5. Think yeah. about that. You're, you you're you gamble points. once yeah. or twice, right? You know yeah. what that is. Like, minus 400, you're not supposed to lose that game. Yep. They said at the halftime scoreboard in the Super Bowl, like 41 of the last 56 teams that have won the Super Bowl were winning at halftime. Yeah. Like, to be that close and to lose it um, – I mean, I said before the it game. It stings a little more, man. Yeah, I, I said before the game, I thought the result of this game wouldn't change how I view the team because I think it was an outstanding year, mm-hmm. and there's no shame in losing to the Chiefs. I will say two days out, to be that close, I think what's set in for me is how hard it's going to be to get back. Like, we can talk about the futures bright and the 10th pick and Jalen. They're going to have to survive 17 games of health like they did this year. Yep. They're going to have to win at least two playoff games. And my guess is you're not going to face Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy, and Josh Johnson on that path again, right? <laughs> Probably not. Like, now, they ran into a historically great team in the Super Bowl. There's no denying that. But they were winning at halftime, and they were By up 10. 10. They were dominating that first half. If Jalen doesn't, the, doesn't drop that ball, they might be up 17 points at halftime. They were at the 40. Yeah. That team, so, right? so, well, I'm saying just take away the seven points from the Chiefs. But, yeah. but, but also <laughs> – Keep this in mind when we talk about mistakes. And they, they had been a team that really didn't make a lot of mistakes. They're third in inches. Yep, and Sayamalo jumps, makes yeah. it a third and five, and changes the play. The fumble yeah. happens on that play. Yeah. yeah, If you sneak and get a first down, you're at the 46-45 yard line uh, of Kansas City, and you're marching down for a touchdown. Yep. And you're taking probably a couple minutes off the clock from right there. Oh, yeah. Now, who knows what happens from there, but it totally changed the momentum of the game. It, tie, it tied the game 100%. up. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And... You know, even in the second half, like when when Miles has that near fumble, like I thought that was was very close. But 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 also Man. the Devonte catch, I thought Devonte caught that ball at the end of uh, I think it was the end of the first, first half. half. If he catches, if it's ruled a catch, It'd be a touchdown. You're 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 in the red zone against the worst red yeah. zone te- defense in the NFL. If Quez catches that ball, right, you're up ten at the end of that drive instead of seven or whatever it would have been. Like there were so many. Things that this year this team has converted in those yeah. moments, and it is what it is. They didn't do it on Sunday against a great team. No, and you're right. You had to play your A plus game to beat that. And team. how you beat the Patriots was every single play like that they made and they converted in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And like you said, the Quez drop. Who the hell knows what happens if he catches that ball? Yeah, right. Like they, all, all the plays that they didn't make, they made in 2018. They won. And 
and I would say this too, to, to fans that feel like they lost because they blew it, right? I think it's interesting that if you look at the national discussion of this game, it's nothing about the Eagles' defense. It's all how great Patrick Mahomes and Andy Agreed. Reid are, right? None of, the, none of the talking points is, why didn't the Eagles blitz more? Why didn't they do this? What? No, it was Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid were unbelievable. And in 2017, the, the, the few plays in a game that mattered, that, that changed outcomes of games, went the Eagles' way. It just didn't happen on Sunday. Yep. Let's go to Mike is calling from Mantua. Mike, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Hey, what's up, gentlemen? How you doing? What's up, Mike? Um, yeah, uh, first day, like, I, I just got to say, like, how uh, how upset I was at the, the ending of the game. Like, I don't mind them losing to the Chiefs, right? It was a hard-fought game. It was one of the greatest games I've ever seen leading up to that penalty. Once I saw that penalty, it, I was furious. I knew the game was over from that penalty. And what made me so furious about it was the ref ended the game. We didn't, we didn't end the game. We didn't yeah. even have an opportunity to finish the game. That's what made me so furious. And it, it makes me upset with the NFL, not only like with that penalty, right, but with the field conditions. The field conditions in a Super Bowl need to be pristine. That's why they're in turf. That, that's why they're in dome stadiums. That's why they're in warm weather, weather stadiums, because that doesn't have to be a factor, right? So you yeah, they spent $800,000 on that field. They spent like right. multiple you, you years think- getting it ready. <laughs> right. That's like you had. You, what, Arizona hasn't played a game on that field in what, like a month. So you had opportunities, right? So like that's the reason why you play at these places. So it's just the players are playing, and there's no other factors, right? That is what makes me upset about this whole thing. And, and I mean, just, I hate I hate to play into like the whole field, you know, grass gate, whatever. But I was thinking about this. Do you think the ball was wet, and that's why Jalen dropped it? Because the thing that the players have said is they were slipping because it was a wet surface. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen Jalen drop a ball like that all year. No, no, I don't. I don't think the ball was wet. I just feel like the field. Like I don't know whether it was the paint. Well, the ball's the on the field. Is my point. Like every time it yeah. snapped, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, like I, I feel like that they're pretty on top of that, but I, I don't know. That that could be a factor. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I just feel like the NFL. Dropped it like they they messed the whole they messed it up. It's the Super Bowl, man. The whole world's watching. Well, Mike, just just ball. so you know, we are Jack has been trying to get the sod father on the line, <laughs> the, the old man that that actually grew the surface. Yeah, we're gonna hold him accountable. We'll grill him. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna get. Yeah, I don't care if you're retired and you're 94. You cost us a damn Super Bowl. Two Dude, years. imagine if they never won a Super Bowl in 17, how much we'd be talking about uh, the grass. The sod father? No. He or the, the, or the flag. Or he'd the have flag. to go in witness protection I don't program. think the city would ever like <laughs> recover. There's no question that if they don't win in 17, the reaction to this game is it's worse. It's way different. There's, yeah, no question. Um, yeah. So, so, as far as the defensive coordinator, Albert Breer tweets out about 10 minutes ago, MMQB says, uh, as far as a new D.C., he says Vic Fangio and Gerard Mayo would be the – would were the would-be top targets for who? For the Eagles, I the guess. Eagles? So I mean, they they interviewed they, they interviewed Mayo before but, for their head coaching but, job. I believe. Last year, but Fan, yeah, be, well, with, with Sirianni. Yeah. Yeah. But Fangio, he's supposed to sign a contract with Miami. Has that changed? I think what he's apparently. Saying, I think what he's saying is that they were their top targets, but they're staying. They're going elsewhere. I don't think yeah, he's saying like because right Mayo now. is staying. The Patriots put out a. That's a, yeah, you're right, Jack. That's right. Because because Mayo is staying. Mayo is staying with the Patriots. That's official. I believe they put a statement out like two weeks ago. They saying, said they were negotiating with them right. because they didn't want to. Lo- they didn't want to. But you don't lose normally them. 
team C teams put out statements the, like that if if not not leave. to get not to get too deep into it, but they won't they won't he's not the defensive coordinator because they won't name one, so they kind of put right. that out there to try to make him feel because Belichick's son actually makes the calls on defense, yeah. and Mayo's the guy that kind of that kind of well, addresses the players. I mean, the Eagles' defensive coordinator job it has to be one of the best in the NFL. When, now, actually, I take that back because they're going to lose a lot of talent, but you're going to get to call plays and craft your own defense, yeah, much you- like on the offensive side of the ball. If you're an offensive coordinator that gets to call plays, that's a sought-after job. And with the Eagles, the head coach is an offensive guy. So it, it'll they'll be able to get a good candidate. All right, coming up, uh, it was locker room clean-out day. Elliot was there, and A.J. Brown hit some interesting comments about the game. Mm-hmm. I found him weird. Yeah. We'll talk about him coming up. We'll play him for you. We have him coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP with Elliot for uh, another segment or so. Hey, listen, uh, love is in the air, and Valentine's Day is today. And Jim at Marks Jewelers has an incredible offer that is going to make Valentine's Day the best ever. And, by the way, they're open late tonight. So if you haven't gotten something for your special someone, get to Marks Jewelers in Montgomeryville. And if you pick out a gift for $249 or more, Marks Jewelers is going to give you chocolates and a dozen roses for free. How about that? So get in there today. Here's what you can do. Shop online, marks-jewelers.com. Go pick it up. Grab your roses. Grab your chocolates. They're right there in Montgomeryville. Beautiful, huge showroom. Great gifts. And you're getting jewelry, chocolates, and roses right now. They're open today for you last-minute shoppers. Visit Mark's Jewelers in Montgomeryville or shop online, marks-jewelers.com. Um, we went up 27-21. Uh, I knew uh, deep down that it was probably a chance we were, we were going to lose. Because he got the field goal there instead of touching. Mm-hmm. Say, Brown today. Elliot was down there. What? I mean, I, I listen. When they kicked the field goal there, I worried about it coming back to bite him as well. But uh, you know, I'm not saying it as a player yeah. after the game. Yeah, it's probably not something you want to hear. Uh, the players say, I think. Definitely not if you play on the defense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. Kind of weird. You're, you're kind of right there. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 and you were down there, so you saw him. But he sounds dejected. He sounds – He looked dejected. Yeah, he sounds down. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, the players that were in there today – and look, a lot of guys weren't in there. But mm-hmm. the the guys that were in there, I thought it was very noticeable how dejected they were. Like, I've seen guys after losses – I mean, for what it's worth, never after a Super Bowl loss like this. Right, but, right. But I, I just thought it was noteworthy how genuine – the sadness felt. It didn't feel forced. They they felt like genuinely shocked and saddened that they lost that game. Yeah, probably could have chose different words to to sort of explain how he was feeling. I'm not gonna go off about it because I think I think he's still in the moment of dealing with a tough loss. And what he's really saying is, man, that's Pat Mahomes over there. We're kicking field goals, and that's not gonna be enough to beat this team. So he probably wants to go for it. If, if he would have, if he would have said, "I was worried that a field goal was going to come back to bite us. We needed to score a touchdown there." Yeah. It would have sounded a lot different than, or just say we 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 needed touchdowns instead of field goals. Yep. Yeah, or don't I, say anything at all. Say anything. I also think it's a good example of we want athletes to be honest. He was honest, and I don't think it's it. Look, it's not a. Well, great, you don't want to be honest to a well, point but, where you're throwing. But I'm saying, guys people, under right, bus. right, but people get mad. Not you two specifically, but mm-hmm. there is, you know, oh, there's sure. It's just boring PR quotes up there. They're not mm-hmm. saying anything. Well, AJ said something, and you know, to, it's probably not a thing you want to hear if you're his teammate. But I think there's truth to it. 
Like being in the building when, well, when the, that the, happened. The deep, also felt. deep down, the deep down part kind of is like, you know what I mean? He just didn't say like, I'm, I was worried we were going to lose the game right there. Well, that was the weird part about the Well, offense. and you also are second guessing the coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the number, thing. number one thing you're doing is openly yeah. second guessing the coach. Right. Well, that's the thing about the second half. It didn't feel like the Eagles offense was clicking. Even though they, they got the touchdown to tie it, mm-hmm. they had the three and out. They, they had they only had one right. punt, Elliot. Twice, right. I'm not mistaken, right? It just – I mean, they had the long pass to Devontae on a broken play, which mm-hmm. got them down there. But outside of that, in the first half, they were moving it all over the field. Jalen had a lot of really nice third and long completions. It just didn't feel like they were moving well, it. The problem was the that you, didn't have, you only had four possessions. You had a punt. So you well, the feel- Chiefs only, I think, only had four possessions. Right, right? because yeah. you, you had a bunch of tough touchdown drives. You, the, the 17 play field goal, and to to what AJ was saying, you score a touchdown there. Yeah. It's, a, it's a different game. You 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 have that much of the clock. Seven minutes and 45 seconds. 17 plays. That's a Super Bowl record. Yeah, you got to score there. Got to score there. Absolutely. I mean, look again. The 17 team put up 41 points to win that game. Mm-hmm. It is what and it they is. They needed them. They needed them. You yeah. win with offense in the NFL. Yeah. All right, uh, a couple things here, then we'll take take uh, a couple phone calls. So Shane Steichen at his press conference said that he is going to be calling plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, he will be the offense is going to be dictated by who plays quarterback, but he says yes, he will be calling plays. So you're telling me that uh, that Nick Sirianni's offensive coordinator is going to leave and he's going to go to Indy and call plays, but Nick's still not going to call plays. So so here here's my question: is this is this something that Brian Johnson says? Hey, listen. Right, like, yeah, I'll stay and be offensive coordinator, but I want to call plays. If he's got options out there to maybe go with Gannon to Arizona or another another mm-hmm. place where he would be the the play caller. Well, I mean, the Jets, if I'm not mistaken, the Jets had interest. They have a they defensive did. head coach. They right? did. So, so, so is this leverage that, that he can use to say, hey, I, I want to call plays. So even if Nick Nick is pushing to get back to playing calling plays, how he can say you want to lose Brian Johnson because of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think Nick's going to call play ne- plays next year. Whether it's because Brian Johnson is doing, I, I would just be surprised if Nick is the one calling plays. I think they're going to let Brian Johnson do it. Okay, all right. OG Wade joins us. OG Wade, how are you, buddy? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I think what we need to be um, concerned about is, is a serious moment here. Is that you don't mess with Jalen's mental. You know what I'm saying? So that's why Brian Johnson needs to be the one calling the plays because that's who's constantly in his ear. Now, we all know coming into this season, it was made a big deal that this was the, only the second time in Jalen's career. Blah, 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 having a second, you know what I'm saying? So you don't want to drastically change that. One of the things that I've always said on this radio uh, station is that when offensive coordinators go to other teams, teams change it. It sets your quarterback back, okay? And in order for you to know if you have a good quarterback, he needs to be in the same offense for two years or more. That's why I said that Josh Allen would take a step back this year, which he did. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So you have to – that's the one thing we can't be out here playing Monopoly with. Now, on the defensive side, I pretty much knew that the, uh, the guy Wilson was going to – because it was – remember I was saying it was a point in the season that he was very vocal at one of the press conferences, but he was very articulate about the players and about the style of play. I'm like, oh, okay – this is our our new defensive coordinator. Yeah, and the because players really like him. Yeah, yeah, we knew we were losing Jonathan Gannon because we almost lost him last year. So I'm sure Howie and all of them, they already know how this this whole playbook was going to go down. Well, let me so let me ask you let me ask you a question uh, for all you guys. Like I remember when Carson when they Carson went when they promoted 
his guy to quarterback coach, and then I think eventually offensive coordinator. Yeah. People weren't happy with that. Mm-hmm. Is there any concern was- with you guys about, you know, I know Jalen's different and it's a cardinal sin to compare them, but but is it is there any concern to just putting Jalen's guy up there as opposed to getting an outside set of eyes in here? No, let me let me tell you the difference. The difference is Press Taylor did not even have any experience at that. Yep. Press Taylor sure. was a quality control coach, and then he was uh, the quarterback coach. He wasn't really that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Brian I agree. Brian Johnson, Johnson has a better resume for was sure. The first African American uh, offensive coordinator at Florida University. And they did very well the year that he was there. So he was actually going to get a head coaching job in college somewhere. Mm-hmm. But the Eagles were able to contact with him and contract with him to, hey, if we, you know, we, we need you to come here and tutelage uh, Jalen, and we promise this is what we're going to give you. Shane Steichen leave, you're the first in line. Yeah. So that was worth his while coming here. Because that's the only reason why you would give up something that great and to come here and do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The main thing we got to do at this point right now is focus on replacing the defensive players that we knew coming into this game that we, you know, you don't really, I, I'm, I don't, not that they were bad, but they're not well worth paying that much kind of money to. I'm not paying T.J. Edwards um, middle linebacker money when he's not a captain of the damn defense. You know I don't saying? know, man. I, I would making, consider paying T.J. He's not making splash plays. He makes read and react. A monkey can read and react. I don't need that. I need a damn linebacker that's going to come up and make a, a, a difference-making play. Don't give me that crap. Uh, Epps, Epps, he was bracketed. We tried to design a defense to bracket Kelsey. He steps inside where you got help inside. That's not a thinking. Yeah, but all these difference player, talking. all these difference-making players you want are going to cost money. Like there's no, a reason Epps and TJ. That's why you get them yeah. young. You get them. They're, they're, listen, well, they got to start drafting talent. these guys, Wade. That's right. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. But there's talent out there. we got to tap into it. Now it's pressure for us to tap into it. But the great thing is we got a 10, 10 overall pick. How many Super Bowl teams you know got the number 10 overall pick? Yeah. Not many. And 31. So we, we, got, we, yeah, we got something to work yeah. with, man. Yeah. We good. All right, Wade. All right. Appreciate got it. Got a lot of faith in Brian Johnson. Yep. Well, I'll say this. Well, when he becomes the O.C., He's in charge of the entire offense. Right, not just coaching He's the just not coaching the quarterbacks anymore. And somebody else is going to become the quarterback's coach. Mm-hmm. So how is that going to be? He's not working with Jalen then. Not every day, yeah. Yeah, he's not in the meetings with him. Right, He's not sitting in the meeting room with him. Um, when he becomes the OC, not that, that he can't have a relationship with Jalen, but all of this that's supposed to be so important to have. Changes. It changes. Yeah. Or else just leave Brian Johnson as the uh, quarterback's coach. And I don't think you want to give him both roles, which doesn't happen a lot. But I know, like, Bill O'Brien, when he was promoted the offense coordinator, he also remained his quarterback's yeah, coach. Yeah, that worked. Um, well, it was, in, it was in New England, so oh, it's Tom it's Brady and whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's and, not a real Tom's quarterback. Friend. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. I just think like, – I think Brian Johnson has the resume to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just never easy to replace coordinators. The best head coaches in the league have trouble replacing coordinators, right? Like what the Eagles had going worked. They had a great offense this it year. It did. Mm-hmm. So the hope is it's just the hope is you just match that again. Worked in 2017. It's going to be right? hard for them to be better on offense than they were this year, right? You're not going to average 36 points a game like they were. No. They were at 30 points a game. So. Yeah. It's a high bar to have to clear. So I, I, we won't do a lot of free agency talk now because this is like the next however month before yeah. free agency starts. But if, if you don't re-sign 
one of your two free agent linebackers. What do you do? Right? You I mean, Kobe. Kobe Dean. Yeah, but 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 like, I mean, honestly, <laughs> do, do, exactly, Jack. Right? Like he, I mean, he's he's your third starting linebacker. Yeah, yeah, he's a third line draft pick. But did he look like he was ready to step up? And and that's just a question for well, Elliot, having seen him. Well, no, he yeah. didn't. Elliot, I mean, he didn't, I saw he him didn't in training run. camp. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I don't he, see practices yeah. during the year. And you got two starters there that you're paying over two, three million dollars. So he wasn't going to play in front of those guys. I agree. I guess what I'm asking is, did you get the sense that he was ready to step into a role? And, I, I and would you would you be surprised is, if Edwards does leave? I don't think they'll go into training camp with Nakobe as the unquestioned starter. I think they'll give him a chance to win the job, and I think they want him to win the job. But I would be surprised if their plan is Nakobe's the guy and then sink or swim with him. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not going to be the only guy, right? Yeah, so they'll have well, other I mean, backers. Right, yeah. Well, yeah but have... wouldn't you think that the plan I, when they I, drafted him— See, I him... would think Nakobe would take Kaiser's role. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. very, they very, there's this I'm similar saying, in stature. I'm Nakobe in general as a player, yeah. I think they, I, they draft him in the third round, but there's a— he didn't fall to the third round because of his shoulder. He fell to the third round because he's an undersized linebacker. Yeah. So I I think that they've had a year with them. They know him better than we do, all those things. I just don't think they're going to hand him the job. I right, think he's right, going to have you, to compete for snaps. You would agree yeah. that, that wh- where they drafted him, the plan was pencil him in as a starter in year two when you have guys that are going to yeah, leave. You should be getting starters in the third round. Right. Yeah, if Nicobe Dean, Dean is not a starter this year, that was a bad draft pick. Yeah. Period. It's plain and simple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can understand you got two Pro Bowl linebackers that are starting in front of him. Right. Yeah, his second year, and like you said, I believe they're going to give him the opportunity. So he's basically going to have to show them that he can't play in order if he's not going to be a starter out there. Well, and also, like us, uh, like what's the other kid we had? Um, a linebacker. Uh, yeah, Davion oh, Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. 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 Who's I for, always forget is still he's on actually the, still, yeah, he's on still the in team. the building. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, like in the third round, if you draft a a receiver that becomes like a situational receiver or a running right. back, right. that's fine. I don't think you have to get an every down start in the third round, but the difference is Nicobe's not playing at all, right? Like he's not getting on the field in pretty much any situation. No sub packages Yeah, no or sub packages anything. anything. So, you know, and look, I guess he's been a good special teams player player nah, this year, yeah. but no, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, next not, year, not next year Nicobe has to. Good enough, yeah. N- N- yeah, well, yeah, especially on <laughs> Sunday, yeah. But uh, yeah, Nicobe should be should be starting next year, or at least seriously competing for a starting job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twitter questions today, sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Uh, Valentine's Day today. Mark's Jewelers is open late. Get to them in Montgomeryville, and you get that um, that special two hundred forty nine dollar or more purchase gets you chocolates and a dozen roses. Mark's Jewelers.com for details. Here's the question: Will losing Jonathan Gannon prove to be a big loss for the Eagles? Yes or no? What did you, where did you vote? Uh, well, it's just so funny because before the Super Bowl, like 90% of fans said they had faith in Gannon. So I'll be curious to see. 80% say no, not a 80% loss. say no. Okay, so Mahomes and Reed lighting up them has just completely swapped well, everybody's mean, opinion. Honestly, it depends on who they hire, right? Like yeah. if they hire somebody and the defense stays stays being like, like well, listen. like two what, years, a top five defense? But, 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 Elliot, two years ago, we didn't think the defense was very good because their personnel wasn't great. Yeah. Last year, they had better personnel, and they were much better. But my only thing with that is then, if we're just going to save the personnel, they're bad. Right. The, the truth is it's a mixture of both. Agreed. Yeah. But that's how a lot of people treat it. Like, defense right, sucks. People Jonathan don't like Gannon. Gannon. Right. I, like it is what it is. People don't like Gannon, so it's easy to to blame him because they don't want to blame Jalen. They don't want to blame Nick. You do like Gannon, but you also don't believe, or you wouldn't have hired Gannon if you were Arizona. Is that correct? 
I would not have, no. I don't think he fits there. They need an offensive guy to go there and help fix Kyler. Like, Gannon will only ever be as good as his offensive coordinator. Whereas Steichen, in theory, could be that. I mean, he was calling plays. He basically is the offensive coordinator. That's the issue with hiring mm-hmm. a defensive head coach is you're only ever as good as your offense, which means you're only ever as good as your quarterback and your offensive scheme. And Gannon doesn't help with those two things. So that would be my concern with Gannon. The positive is... He's, he's coming for one of the best-run franchises in the league. So he knows what it's supposed to look like. He sees how it's supposed to be structured. They just have to get an outstanding offensive coordinator there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Albert Brewer tweets out that he was quietly a front-runner for the job the minute their new GM was hired. The two got to know each other last year, and he sees Gannon as having the it factor necessary in a head coach. Uh, look, a lot of people like Gannon outside of, the, outside of Philly. Yeah. There's a reason. When the Eagles hired Gannon, he was the most sought-after defense corner on the market. I think there's a strong argument to be made that if Nick Sirianni doesn't bring Gannon with him, Nick might not get that job. Like, who you bring as your coordinator is such a huge part of getting hired, and Nick brought with him. And Nick had obviously a ton of great qualities. And that was his plan. But Nick brought Gannon with him. Like, that matters. So And Doug wanted wanted Matt Burke to be the defensive coordinator, and Howie and Jeffrey weren't uh, weren't weren't excited about that plan, though. Yeah. Yeah, why didn't Doug make Matt Burke his defensive coordinator in Jacksonville? Yet? Yeah, <laughs> who, who is it? It's uh, it's Mike Caldwell. Yeah. Well, saddle us with Matt Burke. <laughs> yeah. Press Taylor is offensive Taylor. coordinator. Carson Walsh is receiver coach. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Meanwhile, he gets a whole new staff. Well, he took he took a couple guys with him, didn't he? Yeah, Walsh, guys well, Car- I mean, uh, Walsh I think, went down there. Yeah, Walsh, I think Press Taylor's there. Is he down there? I think Press Taylor's there. He's their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Doug stood on the podium for those guys. Yeah, Doug got in the second round. Of the he got knocked off the podium for those guys. Gros back in uh, Indianapolis, right? Well, he was. He's not with. He's not with. He's not, 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 not as a coordinator. I think I he's a he wide receiver coach. I thought he was with the Giants. Was he? I, I could. Be what wrong. a staff! Yeah, what a staff! Yeah, coach of the year staff. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, Steichen's gonna have Bryce Young. You he's think a, he falls to four. No, they're going up to get him. Okay, so you think to go up? Yeah, Mike Groh's a up. wide receiver coach for the Giants. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, they're going up to get him. And their wide receivers are terrible, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were. I mean, look, look at Kader- so was ours Kader- when he was here. Canarius yep. Tony, pretty yes. bad in the Giants. He looked pretty good against the Eagles. Who did I tell that to? Remember, I said that, I said when they, when when the Chiefs traded for Kadarius Tony, I said now watch him out here in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, in, in New York, he can't do anything. Right. Well, he's and and, <laughs> and, terrible. and, and you step and you go to Kansas City and Man, you know uh, Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, yeah. scoring Daniel touchdowns Jones in the Super Bowl. The ball up there. You think Gannon wishes they would? He would have just ran that bad boy in <laughs> instead of stopping at the five. Probably does. Yeah. Right? Gannon's probably like, yeah, he's like, hold on, man, you just, just go, just go. <laughs> yeah, just get yeah, on. Just in. Let him in at that point. And I've said it for the fourth time now. Uh, I had money on the anytime punt return. Oh, you did. Man, what were those odds? I don't remember. I just know I was. I was not. I was not saying go, go, go. I was not doing that. Well, at that point it was some better silver for lining, the, though. It was. Well, better they scored for a the touchdown Eagles. anyway. What does it matter? Yeah. Yes, I, I, just I, killed I, time. Yeah, you may as well go in if ah, you want to score. It's like fantasy yeah. football. I don't want the other team to score, but at least let it be my guy if they do. Sounds, Good. Like, you're, sounds like someone's rooting for the Chiefs. Yeah. Good news is Gannon's defense let him right in, so it didn't it didn't take a ton of time off the clock. Um, no, and then Ike, if an overtime, you would have benefited from I, I, an overtime. Yeah, I would have benefited too. from overtime too. Oh, job, Jim. oh, yeah. Well, I bet it, Eagles win the first half and it's tied at the end of regulation. Wow, look at you. Man, it's all $10 bets, too. Great yeah, odds. But pro- I was yeah, great the odds. odds must have been insane. Yeah, great yeah. odds. It was like, it was like uh, guessing they weren't minus 400. No, <laughs> the thing was plus 12. Yeah, I yeah. would think even longer. If, yeah, that's no, like, as a matter of fact, I think you were right because I think I would have won 1000 with just $10. With 10 bucks, yeah. yes. Yeah. So it was 
That's what you were saying yesterday. Yeah, yep. It's unbelievable. Huh. All right. We have. Uh, it didn't work out for us, yeah. Special teams made a play at the five yard line. <laughs> All right. So, who, if you have one finger to point, where is it at the Super Bowl? So, if, like, if I have to pick well, one. Well, like, like, I mean, <laughs> we, we've said, we've said, I've said a couple times, like, this is one of these true team losses. Yeah. Punt return screwed you. Jalen play was bad. Right. I think they lost the game because of the, the fumble and the punt return. Like, that's why they lost. And I think if then if you have to pick a unit, yes, the defense was the worst unit on, well, so more, special teams. So, but, but you're more disappointed in the defense than the offense. Yeah. Because the offense scored 11 points in the second half. I mean, they, I, I'm not I, – I honestly, and I hate to be – because I'm never this guy. I really think it's even. Like, I, I really just think – Sometimes it is. It just is. You know, like, the defense – you know, was probably just as good as the offense. I, I think people are underrating how important that fumble for a touchdown was. And that doesn't mean Jalen didn't have a great game. It doesn't mean any – I heard you say he could have been MVP. Like, I don't yeah. – I didn't think about that. There, there's some truth to that. I, I wanted to give him the MVP. I but bet. The, but the, fumble, <laughs> the fumble really mattered. It really, really mattered in that game. So, I, I think the truth is, between the offense and the defense, the, the blame is pretty even. All right, we buried the lead of yesterday. What do you think of the penalty, the holding penalty? So he did hold him, right? I think the question is, do you think the game should be called differently at the end of games? Yeah. And I think it's, it's an interesting discussion because <laughs> – yeah. but, but but on the other hand, like I don't think that it's fair to call it one way and then because it's two minutes in, all of a sudden you can just grab a guy. Like right. he grabbed him twice. He tugged him. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't have called it. I think the fact that if you watch it, like if you slow it down and screenshot it, it's a hold, but right. it, yeah, looks it looks more severe worse. than when you yeah. watch it live. Like he's not impeded, right? Right. But he did hold him, and I think if if you're the Eagles, you would want that call, right? I mean, if if, if the Eagles were that third down team, like let's say this situation, it's a ticky tack call whether AJ, or not you're an Eagle fan or not. Right. But if 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 you reverse it completely and AJ is the one that gets held there, the Eagles fans are sending around screenshots being like he was clearly uh. held. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah, hundred <laughs> oh, yeah, percent. We're talking we about are. the grass for forty-eight hours. You think you think that like? But that that's also both sides. I mean, I I, I mean, maybe you're right. I mean, it, I wouldn't have called it, but it but it was a hold by the. Le- I mean, it you was. almost make the argument they should just let him score. Well, that's the other thing. The Eagles was better off. If, yeah, if they were better off not even holding him. If if he was going to score, yeah. go ahead and score. At least you get the ball back. Right. It's the only way you lose the you, you that lose was the, game. the worst thing that could happen was that penalty getting called. Let me ask you guys this: a Let, touchdown would have been better than that yeah. penalty being called. Let's say Juju Smith scores a touchdown there, and they get it with however long's left. If they scored a touchdown, would you have gone for two? No, 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 and neither would Andy. Nope. He, he, oh, talking about if the Eagles I'm saying come back. If, if the Chiefs go up a touchdown because right. they score, and and Jalen takes them down the field, no. are you crazy? No, I would go for two. <laughs> Yeah, because you because it doesn't matter. Knowing what to do. Because it doesn't matter if you go for two or not. When you're when you're faced with that situation, a winner and a loser in a Super Bowl, just a two point conversion. You don't have the balls to do it. Their best chance of winning would have been to go for two there. No, they would have been team. They they would have had a better chance to win that game. You telling me? Well, now everybody gets the ball now. And they're the they were the better team. I would have taken the Eagles over the Chiefs in overtime. They weren't the better team. The Eagles were not the better team. The Chiefs were the better team. No. Well, they won. So no, they're, they're no but, 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 but Elliot, also, if they kick a field goal there, do you think the Eagles go down and, and score a touchdown? If the Chiefs kick a field goal there? I mean, look, I guess it depends on the time, but I don't think the offense was playing that well in the second half. I know they, they had the touchdown. Jalen has just but, had that one drive, yeah. But, but Jalen's been special in big moments, so maybe. But, but then to that point, why not go for two if, you, if you're there? Like, if you believe they can go all the way down for a touchdown. Because that's one play. 
Yeah, but it's two yards but, to win the Super Bowl. But it's one Otherwise, play. you got to stop Mahomes. You got to go all the way back down the field. Like, well, if Jalen running the ball, you definitely think you definitely think differently about it because he's he can oh, do so much damage. That's the only two point conversion yeah. we're calling. Roll yeah. him to the side. The and, yeah. All right, I want to get. I would have. I would have done it. <laughs> I want to get Dominic from Jersey in here before uh, you leave, Elliot. Dominic, go ahead, buddy. How are you? Dominic, are you there? Hello. I'm sorry. I took mm. him out of order, Jack, just because I forgot about him. Dominic's a Niners fan. And he wants us to get over it. The loss, just like that. A Niners fan, by the way. As the, yeah, they've done a good job. As the kicker over the weekend was whining about, said to Jalen Hurts, make him play quarterback. And, you know. I, I do think this, like the way the players are handling it does reflect poorly on Kyle Shanahan. Very much so. Right? Well, he didn't want to set the tone. That's what I'm saying. Because he, because he didn't activate Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, he think, think he's slick. Yeah. Yeah, he is the one decided not to operate. I mean, not to activate Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. The Niners weren't winning that game even if Brock Purdy stayed in. <laughs> but but I will say this that the Niners should like they if Jalen Hurts got knocked out of the championship game, I think Eagles would have a right to feel cheated out of that. Like Yeah, but that's but that's also like they're, like they're acting like the the, the Eagles didn't knock out their quarterbacks during the course of the game. They're acting like they lost their quarterback. They slipped on a banana peel. I, I don't think they're acting like that. I, I think it, it really, really, it really, really hurt the Niners that they lost Brock Purdy on the first <laughs> drive of the game. I don't think they're going to win either way. But let's not act like if Jalen got knocked out in the first drive of the Super Bowl, we Eagles, would. and rightfully so, wouldn't be talking on Monday like, well, they didn't get a fair shot at it because right. Jalen Would they got be hurt. coming out criticizing Jalen Hurts? No, like, the but, players are handling it poorly. I agree with that. But I'm saying I think that that – Sure, you'd be the, disappointed. Their feeling is is correct. Two thousand and three, we didn't get a fair shot. Yeah, they, and I think they're right. They that they, they should feel right that they That's did not get a fair shot. Saying, yeah. yeah, I just wouldn't keep complaining about it like they are. <laughs> All right, Elliot, you're gonna go get some. Oh, well, you probably have like a romantic dinner tonight. Yeah, we got a reservation. So. Oh, all picked right. Up, picked up her gift a little bit ago. Oh, go. look at you. I know. Off season, I need to see the package. Elliot. Oh, yeah. Elliot. Oh, I can't wait. Awesome. Me too. All right, Elliot. Still a newlywed man. Yeah, I know. So we got reservations tonight. We got something on Saturday. So look oh, at you. Wow. Uh, got to make up for those nine days. Yeah, it was huh? a long nine days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Elliot's getting out of time served. He's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's hope it goes well. All right, All right thank you, Elliot. Yeah, so <laughs> right, let's, let's hope it goes well. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers with you there, Elliot. Absolutely. All right, coming up next. Back into the conversation. Your reaction to the Eagles losing. Jonathan Gannon, Shane Steichen, both gone. Two days removed from the game, the day after the day after. How do you feel today? Better, worse? Give it to us. 215-592-9494. Marks and Reese. Hey, listen, enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code MARKS, M-A-R-K-S. Receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. And when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and more. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. So sign up today. The bonus code to use is MARKS, M-A-R-K-S. Get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 